What is going on, my friends? This is Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. Feel like the guy who announces the boxing matches when he's like, "Let's get ready to rumble." I actually can do it better. Like if I'm if I'm in my full mode, like I can really get it going. Uh, not like him, but damn close. So I hope you guys are doing well this morning. Uh, I am doing well. I'm doing fantastic. We've got a great uh, guest this morning, just an average dude taking radical accountability to completely change his life. I love it. I'm excited to hear about it. Hope you guys will help me welcome Grant Temple. What's going on, my brother? Hey, what's going on, Dave? How are you? I'm excellent, man. So where are you calling in from? I'm from Wilmington, Delaware. Wilmington, Delaware. Wow. <laughs> yep. Yeah, most of the time I go a couple minutes right outside of Philly because no one has any idea where this is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah, I've heard of Wilmington before. So, yep. uh, uh, so great. So, tell us how you got started online. I mean, what what uh, what led you to this this weird and interesting space we call uh, the internet and us it's weirdo marketers. Um, so I, I work at a car dealership. Uh, I'm a service advisor there. So in the service department, I'm the guy who gives you the, the bad news when your car breaks down and <laughs> lets you know how much it's going to cost. Um, worked all the way through the, you know, the pandemic, um, dealership went down to kind of a bare bones staff. I was, you know, one of the ones that was kept there. I was fortunate, but I was putting in a lot of hours, you know, 50, 60 hours a week there, kind of trying to run the place. Um, so about July, I guess, um, after a long ass week at the car dealership, went home, did the famous YouTube search on my back porch, how to make money online. Um, <laughs> oh! <laughs> I fell down the rabbit hole. The gateway bit. drug. Exactly. Man, you know, the, the million things pop up on there. And I, I'm sure most people have the same exact story. Drop shipping. That's what it, uh, that's what was filtered into my, my YouTube search there. Um, started watching some videos on it was like, Hey, you know, this is, is an opportunity. Um, I sit at home at night and, you know, I like to work out and everything, but when I get home from work and working out, I'm sitting there on my, my computer anyway, said, Hey, why not try something new? And just started trying to do drop shipping. Um, unsuccessfully, <laughs> honestly, unsuccessfully. Uh, but I found it fascinating being able to kind of build a store online and learn Facebook ads. And, you know, I really enjoyed trying to learn Facebook ads for some reason and, and the marketing aspect of it. So yeah, I kind of started with that. Yeah, no, that's, that's really, that's really interesting. Drop shipping is, 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 uh, is quite the phenomenon. It's so many people have tried it. Uh, it looks really appealing because it's like, I, I can just hit a few buttons. I can just do a couple of mechanical things and the money's just going to pour in. Um, yeah. But you know, it's it's uh, you know you got to make a lot of sales. You got to make a lot of sales to 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 hit the profit margins that you're looking for because the margins can be so small. And then also shipping things. I mean, there's just a lot of logistical stuff. And um, yeah, it's, there's there's a lot of challenges. I mean, I think if if one wants to be successful with it, they could. It's there's just a lot of moving parts more than than the average thing. So you found affiliate marketing. 
and you're and you're loving that so far. Why do you like? And you've had success with affiliate marketing without getting into numbers. You've had some pretty decent success since yeah. the beginning, tracking some of the the you know looking at some of the commissions that you've earned. You you told us about in the in your uh, intake form here for the sh for the show, and and it's very different from your initial three sales that you've made in your entire drop shipping career. So exactly. What, what has been what has been what have you liked about doing affiliate marketing and in specific the selling information i mean t talk to us just a little bit about why you've favored this model why it's been a breath of fresh air for you um so as far as you know i guess i guess drop shipping goes you're not really using yourself to sell so much it's, it's running ads for the product um i also was doing a little bit of you know trying to run Facebook ads for, for businesses at, at some point there. And I've had moderate success with that. But when I found affiliate marketing, um, I kind of look at what I do at, you know, my regular job and what it is, is basically, you know, selling services and helping people get their car up and running correctly. And I figured a lot of those skills are, are transferable. Now, you know, one thing I tried to do with, you know, customers I have that, you know, I'm trying to translate the, to being able to do it for a computer or TikTok is, you know, let them know, hey, you know, I'm here to take care of you. I have these resources at my disposal and I can help you have a, a, a reliable car and that can serve its purpose for you. Um, and I think that's, you know, something I'm pretty good at. And I thought, okay, well, you know, affiliate marketing, there's really good products out there. And if I can let people know, hey, I'm, I'm here to, to help you and, you know, kind of advise you on how you can start making money online. Um, you know, affiliate marketing seems like a, a good place for that. Now it is a little bit different trying to sell not directly face to face with someone. Um, and it's not even selling exactly. It's when you look at it as trying to, you know, Hey, I'm taking care of you. I want to help you and put you in a good place. The, the sales just come with that. And that's true in my regular job. And that's true here. Um, just trying to transfer, you know, being able to do it in person when I can look someone eye to eye versus yeah. looking into a camera and trying to reach, you know, each individual with thousands of people seeing it. Yeah. Well, you've, you've taken up TikTok and you've, you've gotten some good traction there. You've gotten yeah. 36,000 followers on TikTok. Uh, mm -hmm. is, is that, where did you learn about TikTok? Did you go through one of our trainings and kind of jump on there? Were you listening to the wake up shows? How did you, how did you find and decide to execute, uh, you know, marketing on TikTok? Um, I mean, I've been on TikTok, not not me personally posting, you know, been on there for a little bit of time. I always found it found it kind of funny that the platform's interesting. The short form videos, you know, entertained me. And then I guess just because the algorithms are, are good at what they do, I started seeing videos about you know making money online. I'm sure at some point I, I liked something or I did something that, that put those into my feed. And I came across a couple of people that, you know, were you know, promoting affiliate marketing and then I kept seeing more of it and I would see the the views and I'm like, Oh my God, that's, you know, that's crazy. It's, it's how yeah. much traction you can get on it. And, you know, I assume just by even some of the content quality, some of these people were new, um, you know, and not, that's not a knock on anything. That's just saying, Hey, you don't need to be a, a, a studio at home, YouTube producer to get yeah. a lot of views and traction. Then of course, you know, I, I went through the 15 day challenge and, um, you know, did some of the other courses here and realized how, how serious an opportunity of, you know, TikTok was. Yeah. 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 It's pretty, pretty crazy. So 
Um, when we say, when we say, you know, just an average dude taking radical accountability to change his life, let's talk about that. What do you, what is, what is radical accountability look like in your life? Um, it was funny. So I actually, this questionnaire, I'm pretty sure I filled out about a month ago. You, you have one show where you didn't have anyone on <laughs> the night before you had that show and you were talking about taking accountability for yourself. I filled out that that questionnaire and said that and the next day you came and just hammered the point home but i i realized a long time ago i mean i've i'm 29 now when i was younger i, I made some mistakes I, I really did um you know i put myself in a bad position and at times i wanted to blame it on circumstances or other people or you know anything that would you know kind of mitigate the responsibility that you know i could put on myself but i mean you can you can put that facade on for, for other people and they, they might believe kind of the, the bullshit that you tell them, but inside, you know, I knew I'm where I'm at because of all the choices that I've made. And if I'm not happy with that, there's only one person that can change it. You know, no matter how much your, your mom, your dad, your girlfriend, your best friends want something for you, they can't even help you if you're not willing to help yourself. And ultimately I found that if, if I want to make, uh, something of myself and do better in life and be where I want to be. You have to start making good choices and hold yourself accountable in those choices. You know, if something goes wrong with it, it's your fault. If something goes right with it, it's your fault. If something comes out of left field, it may not be your fault, but you're the only one that can gauge the, um, you know, response to the outcome of it. So, I mean, really just got to say, Hey, I'm, I'm in control of my life and every decision I've made has put me here and all the decisions I'm making right now will put me where I'm at in the future. And you can make good choices or bad choices. And most of the time you, you know, the difference. Yeah, <sighs> man, bro, you had, you had a, a, I would say the way I, I believe you based on what you just said. I, you know, sometimes, sometimes when people talk about taking responsibility, I immediately based on how they talk and how they just, how they explain taking responsibility and so forth. I immediately know how deep that accountability that they have with themselves goes. One, one particular thing that stands out with your vocabulary is just the way that you actually personalize yourself in situations saying, I, 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 you know, a lot of times, one of the ways that we we distance ourselves from our own lives, um, it, you know, distance ourselves from our choices is we describe our choices in ourselves as you. Like you will go and make choices. You now, I'm talking about me, but I'm saying you, right? Mm -hmm. And I, when I got clean from drugs, from heroin back in 2008, I did. I I never used I me my statements, so I never really kind of talked about myself in the first person. I always talked about myself in the second person, right? Yeah. Cause it was like this way for me to just, and it's a, it's a very common thing. You'll, you see it happening all the time. We do it all the time. And it doesn't particularly mean you don't take responsibility for your life. It just, it's really important if I'm in a situation to where I need to really face my choices. And if I really want to change one of the best ways that I can do it is to just personalize how I talk about myself and just say, I, this, I, that my, this, my choices, you know? Uh, and so that's the one thing that stood out to me. Um, the other thing is, is just, is just the, the way in which you're talking about, um, 
the, the, the taking responsibility for your own actions and your own choices. I mean, this is such a quality that is mandatory for an entrepreneur. It's mm -hmm. not an optional thing. It's kind of mandatory. And I would say that probably 99% of people could learn the skills and be successful. Um, there's like 1% or less of people that are just maybe just like, maybe something's wrong. Maybe there's a learning disability or, you know, like something serious, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. something that maybe a mental illness, something like that, that literally is, is, is a, is a, is staying in the way. But the other, but the reason why most people don't succeed is not because they can't learn the skills. It's because they aren't willing to take responsibility for outcomes. And isn't that an interesting thing? It's not the it's not the mechanics, Grant. It's the dynamics. It's the inability to take personal responsibility. We're actually creating our own problems by doing that. What comes up for you as as I'm now reflecting back? Yeah, um, I, I mean, again, it's just you know, it's about consistency in making you know good choices. Um, kind of a hey, today I know I can make a good choice by doing this. I can, I can say, Hey, I'm responsible for the progress I make today. So, I mean, there, there's times where I don't feel like, you know, waking up at, you know, four thirty, five o'clock in the morning to record TikTok videos before I go to work. But I know that the outcome of doing that is ultimately what I want to see. And if I don't do it that day, then I can't be disappointed at the results that don't, don't come because of it. Um, yeah. You know, I, I work long hours. I work seven to five every single day, you know, 50 hours a week, sometimes 60 hours a week. And, sure. you know, I still have a, a relationship and I got to mow the lawn and take care of the house. Um, you know, I, <laughs> I have responsibilities, but at the same time, I, You're a I real know person. what I want. <laughs> yeah, I'm a real person, honestly. I mean, I know some people. So am I. I mean, I don't mow the lawn, damn it. Uh, <laughs> I live in Florida, not Delaware, but I, I uh -huh. do dishes and I, right. you know. I mean, no, I totally get it. I have two small kids. I gotta, I gotta, uh, you know, help take care of. I mean, no, I totally get all the other things that come along with, with, uh, with, with life and being a real person. Um, mm -hmm. But I want to ask you this, I, mm -hmm. and, and I want you to finish your point. I know I interrupted, but I also want to know before I forget the question: How do you balance not shaming, blaming, and guilting yourself, right? And being too critical and hard on yourself, withholding yourself accountable. I feel like that's a fine line that we have a hard time finding. Yeah. And I, I'll say, I mean, that is a, a struggle sometimes. Um, yeah. It helps in some aspects where, you know, I, I've really stopped caring what, what other people think. And I think that's important if you're going to be doing this and putting yourself out there. But a part of, you know, doing that is, well, no one's going to be more critical of myself than, than me. Um, you know, I hold myself to a high standard because I'm holding myself accountable for where I'm at. But once you really start holding yourself accountable, you become more confident in the decisions you make. And then once you have that confidence in the decisions and you know, you're doing the right things for you and you're, you're on the right path, it's easier to one, forget what other people think about it. And two, go, Hey, I'm, I'm doing my best and I know that. And even though, you know, this might be a struggle or that might be a struggle or I do this well, I can at least go, I'm confident in the decisions I make. And yeah, I may be a little hard on myself, but you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tear myself down when I know in my heart that I'm giving the best effort. So, I mean, it, it kind of makes it easier for me to look at myself and, and really not care what, what other people think about it either. Cause I know that's a big holdback for people that want to start doing this. And so, you know, what's, what's everyone going to think about this? And 
you hold yourself accountable and you know you're making good decisions, um, it's easy to put a comment to the side that someone goes, hey, you're out here scamming people. Like, all right, this guy see me for 15 seconds. He doesn't, he doesn't know anything <laughs> about me or the decisions I make. That's not going to affect me. <laughs> yeah, right. So how, how do you, when we talk about accountability and, and you also talked about like your, your, you getting up at four 30 or whatever, like to me, that just makes me like that. Just, that just, that just, that sentence alone makes me like cringe. I, I might almost run the opposite way. Like if I was like on day one and I heard somebody say that and, and I was like, shit, like, do I got to wake up at four 30 in the morning to, to mm -hmm. be successful at this? Um, but anyways, how, like, so I just want to tell you guys, I don't wake up at four 30 in the morning. I, I actually wake up, I'm going to be completely, uh, transparent and dude, I can roll out of bed, dude, and be and do a live within five minutes of waking up. I'm not <laughs> a special talent. <laughs> I do that all the time, dude. I do that all the time. Do you do? Yeah. I was a minute late today to, to getting on here with you. Now I was kicking off another training, but I do that all the time. I pull, I roll up, dude, a minute before we go live every day on this wake up show, literally a minute before we go live, if that, and then I'm just like, all right, ready to go. And people are like, you know, kind of like, sometimes they're a little shocked. Usually Matt's there to kind of prep them, but I just want to kind of tell everybody that, that, you know, I'm, I've got a question for you, but if you're new and you're thinking, do I got to wake up at four 30? I've never woke up at four 30 in my entire life. Uh, I don't think, um, unless we were like traveling or something, but what I do want to ask you is on the, mm -hmm. in the, in the area of radical accountability, how do you balance a job and also your business? Like how, what, give us a, give us a, a structure or some, or some tips or some advice on how you do, um, create boundaries with your time. Um, it's difficult, honestly. Um, and I think that's kind of why I'm, you mean, you don't need to wake up at four 30 in the morning, but if that's the time of the day where you, you have time that could be used, um, particularly undistracted yeah. time, then, yeah. then that's what you got to do. I mean, I have to, you know, leave work at six 45. So if I, right. you know, wake up at four 30, smack my face in a couple times, drink a coffee and I'm ready to make a couple videos by four 45 or five o'clock, then, I like, dude, I've got a lot of respect for you, bro. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that's, I love that. I mean, I'm not saying like, I, I like you're preaching right now, the whole do whatever it takes, man. You know what I mean? And like, so anyways, continue about, about kind of what the day looks like for you and where you fit these pieces in. Yeah. So, I mean, I, what I try to do is film a couple TikToks in the morning and not even really edit them, maybe edit one so I can just you know, put it out there in the morning. I got about an hour lunch break to work sometimes. <laughs> um, you know, it's yeah. I always got customers there. Um, so, but I try to take my lunch break. I'll sit in my car. I'll edit up a couple videos, um, you know, get done work, still like the, to go to the gym, make sure I'm, I'm staying in shape. Um, you know, come home, do the kind of the dinner, nighttime clean up routine and then uh you know still try to spend time with my girlfriend but you know if there's an hour or two at night that i get where i can um you know work on posting my facebook group or i just kind of started on on pinterest um just try to build some of the the smaller ends of, of the business as well and it's really i wish it could be more structured but you know <laughs> i just kind of i gotta put the work in when i can 
I got an office house that I work out of and a primary residence. I got a gym in both of those places and I can't get my fat ass out there to, to you know, it's just, cra it's crazy, man. Like, like I am, there's one thing that I, that I am just militant about and it's, and it's like doing my job every day. You know what I mean? It's like doing my, like, like there's nothing I could be doing better in terms of no, nah, I shouldn't say that, but like I I crush it as the 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 you know CEO of this company in in doing the things that I need to do, um, also as a dad. But like sometimes the self care pieces get put to the side, like the gym, the working out, bro. Like like that honestly is where I will cut corners on, man. So to hear that you're doing you're at this place in your life right now to where you're 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 checking all these boxes man like it's really impressive dude and i know how hard that Thank is you. to keep up with all that shit and and like mm -hmm. even do the workout thing and everything like that man i mean you're in go mode right now yeah and i mean i i would honestly say now this is just the, the person who likes fitness preaching but um there's something there's direct parallels in, in keeping in shape and online business or business in general. I mean, you don't, you don't work out twice a week and get to go bench press 250 pounds or deadlift 350 pounds. I mean, you got to put in the work every single yeah. day. And yeah. before you know it, you're, you're doing the things that you couldn't do four or five months ago, but that's from consistency and making it a part of your life and a part of your routine. And I've just tried to take those, those same principles and, and apply it to my online business where, you know, so I don't feel like working out every day. I mean, sometimes it's a, it's a pain in the ass day at work and I don't feel like, going. but there's very few times I go there. And then once I'm there, don't want to put the work in or unhappy that I went there. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, really it's just trying to, you know, consistency, it's, it's small steps and you, you stack small wins and over the long run that, that turns into something. And I just tried to translate that right to my online business as well as I put the work in daily and see what the outcome is 60 days from now, 90 days from now. Um, and once you see those results, you can go, Hey, maybe I can do this for the long haul. Let's see what it looks like six months from now, but focus on the day by day, putting the work in and see what comes to fruition at the other end. Yeah. The, the, uh, see Jamar Jones just commented accountability is so important. Hold yourself accountable every day. Here's what I know about me is that for me, accountability is everything. So before Corona hit, right. I, for 10 years, dude, worked out with a trainer and, mm -hmm. and, and I know how to work out. Like I can go out there and work out. I know the routines, man. I know the basics, the fundamentals of how to work out and, and, and build muscle. And I know how to eat healthy. I can count calories if I want. Like I know everything about mm -hmm. like I got a head full of knowledge and a belly full of fat, right? Which is everybody's story, right? It's like uh -huh. nobody's dumb, right? We, yep. we get the information. But for me, the part about accountability that's so important is – that every area that's that that's thriving at any time in my life is because I have accountability there. So the reason why this last year I've fallen off the 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 fitness train is because my accountability's gone. So I can always come up and what I'll do is I'll work. It's like no, nah, I'll work. Like I got a lot of mm -hmm. I got a lot of stuff to do, so I'm gonna work instead of go work out because I don't have somebody waiting there for me. Right. But I do have people waiting for me in this business. Right. People are waiting on this or that or whatever. Like I've got stuff on my to do list. Mm -hmm. So 
I think, I think, and I think most, I mean, obviously you're saying you, you work out on your own, but I do, but we're also talking about accountability and how important it is. And so I think there's kind of two forms of accountability. The first form of accountability is the promises or commitments that we make to ourselves. And then the second form of accountability is how, is who are we putting in place, like actual other human beings to hold us accountable, to show up because they're like, they're waiting on us, right? Mm-hmm. What comes up for you as I, as I, do you, do you agree with that? And, and how do you, where do you? Where do you feel like you're being pulled more right now? Are you being pulled more to self-accountability? Are you being pulled more to other people waiting on you? Even maybe your audience on TikTok now or Mm -hmm. your list being accountable to them to create content and stuff. Yeah, well, um, I I guess I think, you know, it is even draws back to personal accountability accountability more than anything where if, you know, how can I be accountable to someone else if I can't even be myself? So the foundation is all just, Hey, it's on you to make this happen. Do what you have to do. Um, and then, Hey, someone else needs, and I need to be accountable for someone else. Well, I've got a good foundation for that. I can, I can add one person into the mix or two or 36,000 on TikTok, (laughs) which is crazy to even think about. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think it all starts with, with personal and making sure that, that, you know, that you're holding yourself accountable. And once you have that, you'll have the confidence to hold yourself accountable to other people. It'd be really difficult. I feel to hold yourself accountable to other people. If you're not, you know, doing the right things to hold yourself accountable, you know, to yourself. Yeah. And I feel that the first thing like in order to even get the, like if we talk about fitness or whatever, like, like the first thing I need to do is to hold myself accountable to actually earn the money so I can afford the trainer. Right. So there has to be an element of me following through and actually doing what I say I'm going to do, achieving some goals so I can then have money to afford a trainer if that's what I'm doing. But I, I really believe, um, that the, the foundation of success is self-esteem. And mm-hmm. I the reason why I say that is because I think that so many people coming into this industry or who have already been in this industry for a long time have 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 beat up their self-esteem so much because they've started things and then not followed through with them. And if you do that enough times, you begin to lose trust in yourself and begin to feel badly about yourself. And you've had one of those with the drop shipping thing. And you, you know, I, I don't know how you would explain that, but, but it, it's, it's, it's irrelevant. We don't need to go there. I want to stay with the idea that self-esteem and being accountable to yourself, meaning that if I say I'm going to learn affiliate marketing and succeed with affiliate marketing, I'm going to buy this train. I'm going to go through this training. I'm going to implement this and mm-hmm. I'm going to do this for a year minimum without starting something else new regardless of how it goes, because I know that I need to give myself time to succeed. Those type of commitments, when you follow through with that, being accountable to self first, man, that builds some insane self-esteem, dude. Absolutely. Insane Mm self-esteem. And that is what then leads to and I, th- you know, success. And I think you're seeing that right now because you're going, like you're doing that because you're, waking up at 4:30 you're following through with your commitment and now you're 36,000 deep on TikTok you're earning commissions you're seeing the fruits of your labor does mm-hmm. this 
does this description feel like it fits the building of your self-esteem in your business? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it really does. Like I said, I mean, I, I made some, some poor choices, you know, in the past and it, you know, I've started affiliate marketing recently and I've seen the success, but you know, it's easy to kind of look at that and almost forget the, you know, the four or five years of trying to make good decisions or better decisions. I'm not saying, you know, I was making every decision bad, but really holding myself accountable for this time. And it's, you know, it's, it's a journey. It's, you know, I went from a, a job just working at a, a small repair shop, working on cars and kind of managing that with my cousin. And then, hey, I want to do something a little bit bigger. Hey, I want to go to a car dealership and try to, you know, scale it a little bit and, you know, making sure that in the process, I'm making good decisions to put me in a position where that is possible. And then it's, you know, hey, maybe I want something different and I'll, I'll keep working hard on this. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a long journey to get there, but then when finally I got to, to here, I've made every decision I've made has put me right here. And, yeah. you know, the, the sum of all those decisions I've made, um, is, is this, and I'm, I'm content with that. Not content as in, I don't want anymore, but I can look at it and go, Hey, I'm, I'm confident in the decisions I'm making. It's pointing me in the direction that I want to go keep making these types of decisions. And of course, still, I, I flub on some of them. But when that happens, go, hey, that was my fault. That wasn't anyone else's fault. You made that des decision. It didn't work out. Learn from it. Don't do it again. And try to make a better one next time. And, yeah. you know, make more better, good decisions than bad decisions. And you can end up in a much better place. Yeah. Yeah. I love this conversation um, because it is it is the truth. It's it's real. It's it's like I just think there's too much bullshit about motivation and in, in, in making building a business and living life out to be like it's some easy thing. It's not. It is hard. Uh, one of the things that, that we tell are this was in, you know, started by my wife. She's a fantastic mom. And she says to our four year old, you can do hard things. You can do hard things, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I feel like it's just it's just it's just instilling in her early on that she can do hard things because because life is hard. Building a business is hard. Relationships are hard. Fitness is hard. All these things are hard. They're actually they're hard. Nothing's mm -hmm. easy. Nothing mm -hmm. is easy. I mean, e even uh, even the smallest things. I mean, you can do something and during your day that going and getting a new driver's license. It's hard. It's just hard. It's just you got to go and you sit and you wait. And you this, this, this. It's just uh -huh. hard. Fucking life is hard. And yep. and. And it's like, it's like, um, it, it's like, uh, man, when we, when we, when we sort of, uh, when we, when we accept that and stop trying to expect everything to be easy or, or get, get disappointed or even humans have this, this real, real rooted tendency to want everybody to think that everything's perfect all the time in their lives. I mean, it's kind of like, Hey, you know, how you doing? Oh, great. You know, life's life falling apart, but it's like, Hey, I'm great. I'm fantastic. Yeah. New, you know, new, new boyfriend, new girlfriend, new this, new that. And, and it's like, we want everybody to, 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 to believe that everything's like perfect and okay. And that we're doing mm -hmm. great. And I think there's a lot of power in just acknowledging that things are difficult and, and acknowledging that things are hard to do because it validates our experience. This is right. hard for me to do. So when I actually can say, "Oh, wow, this is hard for me to do," and I'm, and I can do it, and I can do it, 
I can do this hard mm-hmm. thing. I can follow through with this. I, and, and there's a payoff. And the payoff may be that I get rich, but the payoff is also that I'm going to build self-esteem. And, and mm-hmm. I know that that confidence and that self-esteem that I build is going to is going to be like worth a hundred times more than anything else towards my finances and stuff. Because man, when you start executing confidently and stop living in here and you're just led by your gut and your heart and you're just like, you know, executing Tony Robbins says, if you're in your head, you're dead. Right. He says, if you're in your head, you're dead. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's just kind of a true thing because we live in our head so much guilting ourselves and trying to pretend like things aren't hard and all this. And we're just like, you know what? This shit is hard and I can do it and I'm Mm going to do it and I'm going to build some muscle along the way that's going to that's going to, you know, it's going to be there to get me through new situations and, and take me to the next level. That's an empowering, inspiring message I could get behind. Not mm-hmm. the whole, let me post on Instagram, like everything's good, selfie time, smile. Like the kids, like you got the kids, it's like, you motherfuckers, act like you're happy. You're you know, you're out or something uh-huh. and, and they're crying. Act like you're happy. Get this uh-huh. picture, right? It's like, man, what a way to live. But when I'm just like, man, this shit's hard, but I can do it and I got a supportive community around me. Man, that that's that's a different approach, right? Yeah, and I think you know one thing to note on the flip side of that. I mean, uh, you know, fucking up is hard. Not doing well in life is hard. You know what I mean? I've I've been broke. I've been down and out, and you know that was hard. I mean, honest, that was harder than what I'm doing right now. Yeah. So you know, I could sit there and go, you know, wallow in self pity and go, hey, this is this is hard and this isn't fair, but. <laughs> That doesn't help me. And then no one can help me if that's my mindset in the first place. I mean, no one can drag yeah. by the collar and take you to where you want to be, even if they wanted to. And most people don't want to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Most people are, are self-serving and that and that's okay. I mean, you have to be self-serving as well. And you can do that by going, hey, there's no one, no one that will do this for me. I have to do it. And then once you're in that place, you can try to help other people. But I mean, even you trying to help other people can potentially be in vain if they're not of the same mindset that, hey, I'm ready to, to help myself or, yeah. hey, I'm willing to be drugged to the finish line and I can be coachable and learn and and put in the work in the meantime. Yeah. Really great stuff. So what's your, if somebody was sitting on a checkout page right now, wondering if legendary is the real deal, can legendary help them based on your experience? What would you, what, what is your experience been? Uh, I mean, it's, it's been great, honestly. Um, I mean, I, the community around it, the, the training, um, I mean, really, really good stuff. And I've spent a lot of time. I bought other courses. I, you know, I've, I've done other things. I've been down YouTube rabbit hole for months and, um, this is by far the, the best quality. Um, and it really, it inspires change in yourself. It, it really does. Um, and there's a good, you know, if you're going to be an affiliate for it, there's good, um, the product to stand behind. And that's important when you're trying to, to get people to buy something you, you want to say, Hey, I can stand behind this and I can feel confident telling you that this is, a good way to go and, and legendary provides that it provides community um just just excellence all the way around man i want to applaud you for that thanks man well i mean it's been a big it's been a big uh asset to have you know people like yourself be willing to come back on and share value and experience so uh it's it's certainly a team effort and it's been um 
there's there's over 50 people behind the scenes who are working their ass off every day to yeah. make it a good experience for people here, our clients and students and affiliates and everything else. So uh, it's really grown well beyond my my uh, impact on it. Uh, and, and that's something that I think all the, the people here at legendary are proud of, you know, and that yeah. makes all the difference in the world. And, and I would also say to everybody who's listening, you know, create something that you're proud of, you know, create, create, keep working in your business until you're damn proud of it, you know, until you really can look at your audience and your clients in the eye and say, I'm proud of what, what I have here. And I know it delivers value. And, uh, and if you don't want it, that's fine. But, uh, but I'm looking for people. I'll keep looking. The door is open. I'll keep the door open. Uh, yeah. you know, because you, you, the one person who's got something bad to say, cause they're judging off of a 15 second video doesn't, doesn't waver. It doesn't, it doesn't move my confidence in what I've got and what I've built. And, and yeah. that goes back to the, you know, the overnight success, right? How, right? I'm 10 years in the making of an overnight success and all that sticking with it and has built that self-esteem, that accountability, all the things we're talking about has, has, uh, is, is the exact secret sauce of what makes legendary great. And all of the people who are succeeding right at any level, it's what makes their business great. What's what makes them great at what they do. And that's why I think these conversations are so valuable because we get to hear the kind of behind the scenes of, oh, what's Grant doing? Oh, shit, I didn't know he was getting up at 4.30. Oh, shit, I didn't know, right? I didn't know he was that honest about uh, uh, will, willing to take responsibility with his past. I didn't know he thought like that. This makes a lot of sense why yeah. he's the attraction that he is. So, dude, good for you and congrats to you. And I hope you'll keep Thank us you. back posted on your success and any final words that you want to leave all of the listeners in, in the, we got tons of new TikTok fans, I'm sure. And people that are going to be uh, following you and learning from you, but any final words you want to leave them with? Yeah. I mean, again, again, just, uh, you know what you can do, hold yourself accountable to that, uh, really internalize it and, and just start doing things. Um, you know, stop overthinking it, you know, just start and start making good decisions and those things will compound quickly if you, if you continue to do it. So just just get started. Whatever it is you want to do, make good decisions with it, and and hold yourself accountable. All right, my brother. Wise wise words from the man from Wilmington. Uh, Grant, <laughs> for your time, brother, and uh, I'll talk to you really soon. Okay. All right. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate it, man. See you, buddy. See ya. All right, my friends. There you have it. Uh, Grant, Grant Temple. Uh, you can find him at Temple Ads on TikTok, and you can you can uh, go from there, right into his into his world. Uh, as a marketer, I'm sure he's got a couple of paths for you to take. Um, uh, guys, it's been it's been a great it's been a great week. Uh, it's been a great year. Uh, for online marketers. It's been a great year for online marketers. Um, those, those of you who are taking advantage of this timing and of these platforms like TikTok and, and, and the opportunity of everybody coming online because of the things that have happened over the past year, you're reaping the rewards of that. And if you're sitting on the sidelines and you're kind of getting ready to get ready, I just really encourage you to take the advice that Grant gave today and get in the game, you know, get off the bench. It's okay. It's okay to have been on the bench. It's okay to continue to take some breaks on the bench and in the stands, 
but also get in the game, get on the field, get on the field, man, because there's, there's a lot of opportunity on that field right now. And uh, it's unlike any opportunity that we've seen before in the past. And so I hope that these week's conversations on the wake up legendary show have moved you to want to do that. Uh, and uh, if not, then keep tuning in and we're going to keep trying to convince you of this opportunity that's in front of you. So when you're ready, right, to stand up and, and seize it, um, we'll be there to support you every step of the way. Okay. So with that being said, we'll see you back here uh, for Wake Up Legendary 10 a.m. Eastern Time next week, starting on Monday. Have a great weekend. Be legendary. Peace.